Deep in the bowels of Moore Hall Podcast Room, two mild-mannered CM Life newspaper editors harbor an unknown power. With this power comes great responsibility. Hearken now your ears to the raving geeks! Hello, Central Michigan University. I am Ben Solis. My name is Milton Bradley. <laughs> Milton Bradley. You Monopoly. Creator of Monopoly and many family fun games. Wow. You're welcome. Yeah, no doubt. Lots of fun. And we are the Raving Geeks, back again here with you guys for another episode, talking about the stuff. All the stuff. In the comic universe. And other universes. And the pop culture, but not pop music. And what's in your grandma's closet. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, lots of flowery dresses. A lot, a lot of frilly things. A lot of frills, a lot of lace. It smells kind of weird in there, too. Mothballs. Yeah. Ooh. Hasn't been the same since Pop Pop passed. Nah, not quite. But she's been getting out, man. Oh, she's, she's been getting out. Right. She's been getting out, getting <laughs> around. She's going to the club. What are we talking about today? We got a lot of news, man. We got a lot of news. A lot of things are happening. Um, I've got some things. Okay. Have have you seen the new Bond trailer? I have not, actually. I heard it was out. I haven't looked at it yet. Dear God, sir. Yeah. Dear God. It is. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of James Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching James Bond since I was a kid. Uh, and when the Daniel Craig thing happened, you know, Casino Royale was... Ew. It's all right. It was all right. I, re- I appreciate it now that I'm a little older. A lot of test school abuse in that movie that yeah, I wasn't yeah. quite fond of. Yeah. A lot of, lot of kind of nude Craig. Yeah. There was, well, I, I'm all right with that. Oh. <laughs> Specifically that scene with, like, the big thick rope. Yeah. Oh, yeah, show. yeah. When they torture him. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty bad. Too much. Too much. But, uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed this this thread that they're they're carrying through these movies. And this latest one, it's I mean, it's the, it's a third sequel by now. And the cool thing about these Craig ones is that unlike these other ones, they really kind of like continue the storyline. I guess they did it with Pierce Brosnan too. Yeah. For for the most part. Those are pretty goofy though. Yeah. And they were like not very cohesive. But these ones are great. Great storylines, great plot threads. And uh, so this one carries right off of Skyfall. They make references to Skyfall. They show this fantastic image of the blown out uh, old MI6 building. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you heard some of the rumors floating around. Well, it's, it's pretty almost confirmed now. It's coming out the mill. It's well, the Christoph Waltz is the villain. Oh, that's awesome. And you know you know what Spectre is, right? Yeah, it's like the anti-MI6, basically. Pretty much, yeah. you know? Every every major villain uh, that Bond has faced to some degree is uh, is with Spectre, somewhat, it's in, like, the, in the early ones. It's like the supervillain terrorist league. Pretty much. Well, the, the main guy is is, uh, is Blofeld. Yeah. Right? Uh, Christoph Waltz is potentially Blofeld. <laughs> I know. That's yeah, look, cool. look at the surprise in his voice. He's so giddy. <laughs> That's awesome. Get the chills. Yeah. yeah I love man. him, too. He oh, can totally pull it off. Surely. Surely. Watch that trailer. It's very haunting. What's this one called? Spectre. It is just Ooh. called Spectre. <laughs> so, and it's really kind of cool because they're like, you know, it all started with the Casino Royale thing. Yeah. Kind of making the Bond origin story, which was really kind of strange after, what, 70 years? Yeah, it was kind of like a, it wasn't like a reboot, but it was like, very clear that he was like a rookie in that movie. Yeah, right? yeah, it was kind of like a harken back. But like, I don't know. It's kind of cool because they're kind of inserting the fact that Spectre's been around for all this time and he's fought them for all this time, and now they're back here again. In fact, Christoph Waltz has this line and it's, it's like shadow on his face. There's a huge table. Yeah. That he like he walks into a room and there's like this huge table of like all these terrorists and the shadow on on his face. Oh, it's creepy. But he's like, it's been a long time, James. It's like, <laughs> yes, yes, it has. I love Spectre because like James Bond villains are already like the best, right? Oh sure. 
but we haven't really gotten like that level of cartoonish supervillainy that's that I've been looking for out of these more recent no, ones. They've not been a lot all. more realistic, grounded villains. And I would argue that in uh, Skyfall, the villain was more akin to like a Joker type sure. character, like you know, taking down the entire organization with these large orchestrated plans that rely on seemingly precise timing that was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's like the hyper competent villain kind of thing. He's but got like, everything planned, but not really. But when I'm thinking of Blofeld at the end of like this super long table covered in shadow with literally probably lasers like behind his oh, chair sure. or something. All know? kinds of devices, yeah. man. Uh, yep, it is going to be very exciting. That's so, cool. yeah, James Bond. What do, what do you got for some news? Let's switch on and off. Let's okay. do some lightning round stuff. Okay, I got a ton of stuff. First of all, this is not really that interesting, but uh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's an Avengers Age of Ultron uh, menswear collection that's coming up. <laughs> Are you up. kidding me? <laughs> Launching April 1st. What is it, like 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 underwear? What are we, what are we talking here? Oh, we're talking full menswear. Uh, to give you some picks here, mm. uh, they got some nice loafers, uh, some Thor-style like Thor cape, loafers. cape neck scarf that type things. That looks very hipster. Now look, this thing is supposedly launching April 1st, so this could be a joke. Yeah, this looks like a joke. These look like pretty high-end. I mean, these are like legit clothes, though. These are like businessmen with like the inside lining is like some Yeah, some comic this looks stuff. totally fake, but this uh, is epic, though. I don't know. I but don't man, know. I would buy it. Some of these look like uh, some stuff that like Steve Rogers is wearing is like civilian clothes. Yeah, like on a date. Yeah, so this is, uh, it's called 5-4 Club Cross Avengers. 5-4 uh, Club is a menswear company, hmm. uh, and apparently there's like a monthly subscription service that you you pay this amount of money and like each month you get you know something on this subscription so, so this is actually a real website and a real thing this isn't like yeah potentially is, made up just for this gag this of, is a real company yeah wow interesting yep. uh what was it uh jack threads is kind of like that right yeah 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 pretty yeah. much i get those emails do you i never buy anything <laughs> how did you get on that mailing list you know they look cool i was like oh this looks sweet yeah yeah mail me some stuff they enticed me with some free uh free pants yeah. They were free. Some paperwork, some pamphlets. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you can buy all this stuff for a really, really high price. Yeah, exactly. And it won't fit. No, no, not at all. Very, very thin. The human body does not does not work that way. Why am I so thin? Awesome. That's interesting. So what 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 uh what do we got here other than the Thor things? Uh well there's there's kind of like a plaid jacket uh shirt combo, like I was saying, kinda like an underneath like plaid and then like an over the top like varsity jacket type thing that's who, got like who? red and white. Captain America oh, okay. iconography. Gotcha. There's no like Hulk or like Iron Man style clothes, wow. which I thought, I mean, one of them's just like a gray faded shirt with like an A. Which you could um, probably buy at Kmart. Yeah, it looks pretty much exactly the same. I mean, these don't look that cool, honestly. I just thought it was kind of interesting. Wow. Um, for, the, for the sporting man and the comic man in you. Yeah. Wow. That's epic. Yeah, not bad. Cool. Um, got? I've got some disappointing news. Hmm. Yeah, it bums me out. And actually, I just found out about it two minutes before we started this. So my brain hasn't really had time to process it. So Malachi, I need you to work with I'll me. I'll help you get through your grief. The people. You remember the five stages, right? <laughs> denial, denial. Denial. I'm going to first be pissed and deny it. Well, no, not pissed, but I'm going to deny it, and then I'm going to get angry. Then you need to bury it deep, deep down inside yeah. you where it could hurt yep. no one. Then and I then cry. have that bottled up for about ten years and have it unleash and just, you know. Yeah. Irrational anger. Sure, go postal. And then acceptance. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't think I could ever accept Well, then this. there's a second wave of denial. <laughs> <laughs> it all just starts all over again. Um, did Did you see the Ninja Turtles movie? Yes, I did. I was going to watch it the other day, and I decided not to yeah. after reading Rotten Tomatoes and slapping myself silly and coming to my senses. Yeah, uh, well, I know how you know your feelings about the original movies, yeah, and especially it. the first one. You know, I, we watched it at your apartment not that long ago, yes, and it was the did. first time I think I'd seen 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in like maybe 10, 15 years even. It, and it was a, really good, it was a wasn't long time. it? Yeah, adult me was like laughing at the <laughs> jokes, you know? Like I, I thought it was suspenseful. Surely. I laughed, I cried. <laughs> I got into it. I love the little turtles. It was so gritty. Yeah. So raw. But uh, my younger brother, when I was home over, I don't know, Christmas or something. How old is your younger brother? He's 11. Oh, He's wow. 10 years younger than I. So he could really enjoy the childlike wonder. Yeah, I mean, this was like really kind of a, a moment for him to kind of jump on the turtles. But he watched the Michael Bay one. Mm. And I sat down with him and I watched it too. And I was pretty open-minded, you know. Yeah. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm not going to make this ruin my day. But it wasn't that good of a movie. It was kind of all of the, the Bayisms that we make fun of, the over-the-top explosions, the CGI, the really tasteless jokes. Sure. The sexual exploitation of Megan Fox. It Which was all there. never-ending story. It was all there. Yikes. Well, um, they, they have been talking about making a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of interesting Turtles characters that they were talking about maybe having in the first movie that I was actually kind of excited about when I heard about this stuff. They were talking about putting Krang in it. They were talking about putting Casey Jones in it. They were talking about all this stuff. And then it all got cut, and we got what we got. Right. Well, this next one, they're trying to do it. I guess the name is called Half Shell. But that's not the news, though, that I'm talking about. Mm. Casey Jones is indeed going to be in this movie. Oh, God, who's he going to be played by? Have they casted him? They have cast him. This is it, eh? This, this is, is it. I love Casey Jones, man. I Don't do, break too, man. He's so cool. <laughs> yeah. He's so great. Such um, a greaser punk, man. Cricket, man. Ricky Cricket, the cricket. guy. Well, just he plays the cricket, you know, the bat. That's what, that's the thing that his main weapon is. He's oh, got, he's yeah, got, yeah. He's got hockey stick I thought you were got... saying the guy from Always Sunny, Ricky Cricket. No, was no, no. Saying, where okay, did that come okay. from? Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, Stephen Amell, the arrow, is going to be Casey Jones. Wow. <laughs> Why? Why ruin this man's career? Michael Bay, I swear to God, I'm calling you out right now. If you ruin Stephen Amell's career with this god-awful, tasteless turtle flick, <laughs> I will come for you. This tasteless I turtle will flick. stand outside your house with a boombox and play Peter Gabriel for a month straight. Listen, you tenacious turnabout, oh while god. making this, <laughs> this turtle flick. How many how many alliterations can we fit in one, one sentence? These are hard, man. Yeah, they're real hard. But you turkey, turkey, you jab turkey. <laughs> wow. I mean, it can't. I don't think his career is going to bomb. He's doing pretty well. I right hope now. not. I think honestly, that's kind of cool. Like, it might be, but I'm just so worried about it because I was I was actually really amped to see if this movie was going to turn out well, and I actually had some hope. And then all the critics came in, and I'm not really one to follow a bunch of critics. I mean, I like Christopher Nolan. Critics hate Christopher Nolan. But yeah, I I'm I don't know what to think. Hmm. I'm really sad. I'm really scared. Yeah, it's uh it's begun filming, hasn't it? Soon. Yeah. Quite soon. I think in April they said it was going to. Very soon. Yeah. But yeah, I I I wow. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's It's scary. not going to happen. It's I, not actually happening. I'm, I, I'm making this up. I'm making this up in my head. Sorry, that was the not. I think his star power is gonna allow him to just you know have fun with the role and maybe enjoy this movie a little bit. So the thing is, he's a really he's, he's he's a consummate badass. Right. He's is very funny. Yeah. You know, um, he can do serious very well, and I just hope that they don't make this serious. Yeah. That was the coolest thing about Casey Jones is that he I mean he was he was kind of the like he was a bit of a comic foil, but he was also kind of like the weight of just like making everybody kind of think about what was going on, um, especially in that first movie. You know, him kind of like helping people. In his own Casey Jones way, you know, not doing so hot with April O'Neil at first. Yeah. 
kind of a jerk. Do you think he's going to be able to pull off that kind of like rogue cockiness that, that oh, Casey sure. Jones has? Oh, sure. I mean, that's kind of how Arrow is, too. I mean, he's really stoic, I guess, in right. Arrow. But there's some times where he just like turns it on and it's just like, yeah. Plus, if you, mean, if you follow the guy's social media, he's absolutely hilarious. He does not give one iota about saying what he wants, being who he wants. Um, he posts ridiculous Arrow memes all of the time. <laughs> Um, so he's he's a really cool guy. I respect him a lot. Um, but yeah, wow. I uh, I can't get into that. And my hope is is that the news that I just read from Screen Rant is some kind of early April Fool's joke. But we are what about three hours away? Two hours away? Yeah. Two and a half. One about, and a half. About two and a half. I guess. Two and a half. I can't tell time. Nine to ten. I, I can't actually read. About three, I think. Don't tell them that. I can't even hear. I'm when I write, ghostwriters, man, for days. I'm like Bob Kane. Jimmy Robinson in the house. I hope you guys out there get that <laughs> oh, one. God, yeah, I hope so, too. Screw Bob Kane. Bill Finger. Screw that guy. Who the hell is Bill Finger? Well, that's, that's one of my pieces. <clears throat> what else you got? You know, I didn't even think about it. a lot of this news could potentially just be April Fool's stuff. I really hope it is. I've God, I mean, don't ruin my life here, Michael Bay. Don't ruin my life. I got two, like, little quick movie things. Okay. Okay, first, the Episode 7 Force Awakens trailer is going to be played at Age of Ultron. Really? Yeah. So cool. those of us who are going to go see Age of Ultron will also get... Uh, Oh, a new piece a new piece of Star Wars action, man. Wow, it's gonna this be, is like Christmas, man. It's going to be a full trailer. Christmas in May. Yep. Wow. Uh, and then secondly, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah, they're, they're making that. Like, the Jay Besu has been typed, has been tapped. He's been, he's been typing. <laughs> he has he's, been typing. He's been typing. He's been typing the script. He's starting to write the script now for <laughs> tapped that. Tapped and typed. Uh, and you know what? I think he's a relatively... Unknown guy, I can't. I'm looking at his uh, filmography here. I'm not really yeah. like seeing anything that really stands out to me. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you're a Metal Gear Solid guy, right? Yeah, like, I played those games. I mean, I'm, I was I played I played like the original Metal Gear Solids, like the first couple sequels. When yeah. I was a kid, though, you know, I'm not a big gamer. Yeah, I like playing games. When I'm when my brother's home, I uh, I indulge, but I usually get my ass kicked. I partake. I partake. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I uh, Solid Snake is a consummate badass. I didn't too. grow up. Yeah, the only thing on his filmography is Fast Girls in 2012. <laughs> what the heck is that? I don't really know what that even is. Uh, oh, jeez, this Ew. looks awful. I um, just got really close to the microphone. The film starring a trio of Britain's hottest young talent, three people I don't know, tracks the roller coaster journey of a British female sprint relay team. You really excited about this? Feel good film of the summer. You really excited about this? No, it's probably gonna be terrible. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. Metal Gear Solid's already pretty cheesy. It's written like, uh, like an '80s action movie, sure. kind of like. Yeah. I mean, Solid Snake is based on uh, <clears throat> what's his name? Not Russell Crowe. Uh, Escape from New York. Who's, oh, um, who's, uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell's character in Escape from New York, also named Snake. Uh, and it's kind of like that's an awesome movie, isn't it? Can yeah. we just can we just relish on the fact that Escape from New York is probably one of the coolest action movies of all time? I really like that, and I really like uh, They Live. Mm. Yeah, they live is intense. That fight scene in the back alley. Oh yeah, where they keeps keeps beating the guy. It goes on yeah. for like ten minutes. Over is like, put the glasses on. <laughs> I won't do it. Put on the glasses. Because <laughs> these guys are just huge. Roddy Piper's massive, and I forget the name of the the other guy, but they're just like, yeah. oh, it was brutal. Very cool. Anyway, I mean, 
I don't know. I just think this is kind of interesting because Metal Gear Solid has always been like Hideo Kojima, who's like basically made and directed and like written the scripts for like all of these games. Yeah. Um, has always kind of wanted to make movies, and these games have always been like really cinematic anyway. So it'll be interesting to see how they tie this thing together. I'll tell you what, though, if it's not good, it's going to upset like a lot of people. Oh, it's yeah. got a huge fan base. Legions of fans, man. Metal Gear Solid Five is coming out, and that's not like the fifth in the series. If there's been more, but I mean, like this this is a game series that started on like the NES back in like you know the early '90s, late '80s, yeah, man. and it's like still going today. So. I just thought that would be interesting. That is very cool. Uh, my brother will definitely enjoy that if it's good. I think he will be the first person to be like, why did you do this? <laughs> yeah. Do you see? <laughs> this is what happens when you play God. Do you see? Yeah. Um. So, hey, guys, we're not dead yet, by the way. Uh, CERN update. The universe is not shattered. So we're going to keep a running tally each week <laughs> to make sure things are going well. I mean, things are going well in my life. Have they activated it yet? I'm not sure. They're not telling anybody. <sighs> They probably won't tell anybody until they've created this black hole. Bastards. I know. So for the for the right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are safe. Things have not gone awry. Here on Tuesday, March thirty first. Yeah. The, which you'll be hearing this by April first. Yeah. But yeah. Watch. Watch them turn it on at April first. The big biggest cosmic joke of all time. <laughs> yes. All of humanity ended with a punchline. No. Life was <laughs> life was the universe's greatest joke. God, this like is turning into Watchmen like overnight. Yeah. Jesus. Um. Okay, so I don't think this was on any of our lists, but yeah. you, you got it up right now. Yes. Is is the Pac Man Google Maps thing not the coolest thing in the entire world? That is pretty cool. I mean, who who has why have we thought about this sooner? It's not like a like a super functional game. Like it's really easy to get around the ghosts because yeah. a lot of them are like double lane highways and everything. Sure, yeah. But yeah, that's just like genius. Wow. Yeah, so you can go on Google Maps and you can play. Uh, it'd be fun to just play something like a big city like Chicago oh, or something, yeah. or maybe like the desert if you're feeling dangerous, sure. like one way roads or something. Go to, like that. Go to Syria and Iraq. Literally, oh. the entire world is your is your Pac Man arcade tablet. You could now. go to Detroit, but you could get shot. Yeah, you wouldn't make it there. No. Not a lot of power pellets there. Cas- the you're finding Cas Corridor, but you know, just you know, watch yeah. yourself. Um, did you see Lex Luthor? I did. Jesse Eisenberg. What do you think? I take. I'm of two minds about it. First, uh, you can pretty much shave anybody's head and put them under menacing light and have them like squint at the camera, scowl a little bit. Yeah, and make them look badass. Yeah. So I don't know. Plus, like, he looks pissed anyway. Sure, yeah, he got a resting does. pissed face. But I, I, you know, when I'm thinking about Jesse Eisberg, okay. So my first answer is yes, it looked really cool. cool. All right, but also like, it's it's Jesse Eisberg still. I just can't imagine his voice like talking to Superman, intimidating no. him in any way. I can see him being like a pissy CEO and like firing people at LexCorp and stuff. Oh, they took my kryptonite. Yeah. But I feel like his entire relationship with Superman is just like I'm a little egomaniac wimp, and Superman's a god, and I don't feel which is like kind of it anyway. But like Lex Luthor is also like he's trying to be like the superior human to like this alien. Extremely assertive. You yeah. know what I mean? I I, I don't know if you could pull it off. I I'm of the same mind. When I saw it, I was just like, wow, that's cool. And then I kind of processed it for a bit, and I was like, the only way that this works is if he drastically augments the way he talks the way he speaks because like you know you're gonna get you're gonna get zuckerberg 
Right. You know? I'm thinking of him... Bald Zuckerberg, I'm man. thinking of him in uh, Zombieland, where he's yeah. like afraid of clowns. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. The only thing that came... Okay, Zombieland was an alright movie. I liked that movie a lot. But the only thing that was really, really substantial in that movie that really moved me, Bill Murray, man. Yeah. Bill Murray. That really made... Because I had no idea he was going to be in that at all. <laughs> the BM on the on the gate. Yeah. You don't really know. Hey, why does, why does this guy have all of Bill Murray's movies? And the, like, the theater only shows Bill Murray movies? Yeah. It's funny when he dies in that at the end of it. They're like, Bill, do you have any regrets? None. Wait. Garfield. <laughs> yeah. Reverence for Garfield. Interesting. Well, I, I, I'm I, spent. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Do you got something? I do. What about that Deadpool, bro? Mm. What about that Deadpool? The costume, and then also Ryan Reynolds, a fan tweeted at him asking if it was going to be PG-13 or R. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds says he's been campa- campaigning to the directors and producers to get this thing an R rating. That's awesome. The way he wants it. What's cool about this, too, is Ryan Reynolds not only, like, is, like, physically and, like, mentally, like, kind of like Wade Wilson already. Surely, yeah. But, like, he's got so much faith in this project, and, like, he's wanted to do this for so many years now. That, he's like, wanted to do it right, too. Exactly, yeah. Which is what I'm saying here. He's trying to make this thing an R, like, a hard R movie, which I think is, you can get a lot more, uh, like, black humor and, like, I don't know, typical, like, non, like, just gaggy Deadpool humor in there sure. if you make it an R, R movie. Well, the thing is, too, is that, like, all these comic movies, if you look, I mean, look at all the, the I mean, we talk about the doom and gloom, oh, well. Yeah. But, like, these things are getting really dark, and this doesn't need to be dark, but they're all moving in this path to be very adult, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're for kids, and there's some kid humor, but a lot, I mean, even on the DC side, um, but wow, what a step forward if they can get this in R rating. And I just think not because it's going to be, like, gritty or anything like that, but just, like, the level of violence that you can have. Sure. And it's not, like – I mean, it kind of is glorified violence because it's, like, it's like desensitized violence, you yeah. know? It's, like, cartoon violence well, almost. The whole, the whole book is just basically just how gory can we be in any comic, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and, and for some things, like, The Punisher, like, Wolverine, they kind of have to be R. I'm, I was really disappointed that the Wolverine movie had, like, all of this, like, bloodless stabbing in it, yeah. you know? Like – I don't know. Wouldn't it be so much better to show, like, the anguish that he has to face after, like, slaying a room full of ninjas and, like, just, like, he's, sort of, like, covered in, like, he's just monster, you know? Why must I kill everybody? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would carry a lot more weight. Surely. Although wow. the newest Wolverine movie was, was pretty violent, I would say, with when the Yakuza attacked, but, like... The Wolverine was great. Well, when the, the ninjas stormed the uh, the house. I would say the first half of that movie mm, was okay. great. Really? Fu- I was thinking of, like, the funeral. Yeah, yeah, that, like that was the, really good. Yeah. You didn't like the ninja part? The ending was kind of ridiculous. With Viper was a crappy villain. Yeah, it was stupid. Silver Samurai didn't need to be this giant robot. No. For Christ's sake. Not at all. And there was, like, this convoluted plot where, like, the villain pretended to be dead to get the daughter to do a thing that he could have just, like, asked. I don't know. It was really weird. And then they cut off his claws. And then, like, I don't know. He goes, like, globetrotting. I don't know why they couldn't just, like, directly adapt Frank, Frank Miller that yeah. like run that they were they got a little bit of that in there but like when Aronofsky was attached to the project he wanted to be very close to that book um and oddly enough he chose Moses over this yeah which was an awful movie which is too bad too because you could have had a really great movie out of that not just because like we think the comic's good but like the the theme of that movie was supposed to be him like dealing with like being this I don't know, like, I said monster before, but, like, you know, savage 
person after he's lost like his whole ex-family and like the girl he was pining for and everything. Well, he's like eternally dealing with all of this. Right. But I mean, they kind of like abandon that after the second act and like he's just on like this goofy adventure with like this girl and he ends up like kissing her and stuff and it's just, yeah. I don't know, it was just dumb. Yeah. But I think the, it was the ninjas that sold me. The ninjas were cool. The, ninja, I, I was, the ninjas are like the only reason why I go back to this movie. Is like this is awesome. I wished it was like two hours of ninja killing. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I usually just which might to... be what we get in Deadpool. So <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. all right, solution to everything. Really, yep. Deadpool is the solution. Yeah, I, I like I like Ryan Reynolds a lot. I used to really hate the guy, but I think the more and more I get like accustomed to just this character and what he could offer, big time cool. So I'm I'm good. I got I, one more. Oh, he's got news. News! Since we were talking about the horrors of science on the last one, I kind of came across this, and normally I wouldn't bring it up, but because we were talking about CERN and all of them destroying the universe, and because Jurassic World is coming out, I wanted to bring up the fact... I know what you're talking about. that That a team of scientists is trying to bring back the woolly mammoth. Yep. They are trying to take... Uh, mammoth DNA, and I believe splice it with modern elephants. <laughs> this sounds awful. Which is exactly what they did in Jurassic Park. They took dinosaur DNA and spliced it with like lizard DNA or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Also, de-evolution, or I'm sorry, de-extinction is an entire thing on National Geographic they just did like a big series about like a year ago. Yeah. So apparently in 2003, a team of uh, scientists brought an animal back, a wild goat, from extinction... Because we needed the goats back. Because <laughs> out of everything we wanted to bring back, yeah, the goats were important. And it died out again, like pretty soon. But the cells lived on, and they're still maybe able to do this. So I don't know. What are the implications of bringing back, basically turning back nature? Because these, you know, woolly am- mammoth, uh, these other things, they were driven out by natural selection and sure. like great extinction inv- events. And the ice age. I mean, all these like climactic things. You right. know what I mean? Um, Climatic? Climactic? Climatic. Climactic, climatic. Climat. It was a pretty climatic. Yeah, climactic, climat. Yeah. Right on. All right. Well, it's funny that you say that because um, the the gray rhino's extinct now. Black rhino? Gray rhino? White rhino? No, no. No, definitely black rhino. Is it? Um, yeah, they just, they just classified that thing as extinct. Hmm. And that's really sad. But it's funny that you bring that up because there was a big conversation. I was like, well, if we can clone all this other stuff, What's to say that we can't take the bone marrow from that, use those stem cells, and make this thing again? So, yeah, de-extinctions, it's very possible. I mean, the next 10 years, we get the dodo bird back. Who needs the dodo? We could though? totally get the dodo bird back. Who needs that dodo dough? <laughs> Is that dodo dough? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Um, but, no, they actually, and scientists found some soft tissue from some of these bones that they just dug up. I mean, like, old Rex bones. That they found in their soft oh, tissue. Oh God! I know. So this takes us to a whole other level. This is this is more than just like taking like old parts of you know DNA yep. from from woolly mammoths. This is like soft tissue from old dinosaurs, man. Where's Chris Pratt at, man? I, well, obviously he's gonna be in a theater near you <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's scary. Yeah, that's real scary. I, I think it's terrifying. You want the implications? I think it's terrifying because we're gonna start bringing back these beasts. That clearly we're at the top of the food chain, not us, you know? I mean, well, die. these things never existed at our time. Sure. Flintstones lied to you, Malachi. Me specifically? You to you. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. How's that feel? <laughs> not good. <laughs> not good. I just, I just don't, ah, uh, man, between the black holes and turning back time, like you said. I think we should take all of these dinosaurs 
and put them in a I don't know, like some kind of amusement park setting, mm. like some mm. some attraction mm. with cages that we can drive around in little cars like, and uh, Cretaceous Village. Yeah, like some kind of oh geez, I don't know prehistoric uh, Paleozoic uh, playground. Mm-hmm. That's got a nice ring to it. I like the alliteration. There we go, more yeah. alliteration. Yeah, like a like a Triassic. Uh, <laughs> fun place to go. I don't know. I'm, out. I'm done. I'm spent. Oh, I got it. How about Jurassic Park? No, no, no that's really. stupid. Either that or we get our own kind of like Savage Land. That'd be cool. That would be sweet. Yeah. I'd like to ride a pterodactyl. Yeah. I would not mind riding a pterodactyl. It would kind of make my like um, avatar dreams come true. Hmm. You know? I mean, they, they're basically You could be the, what was it, like the Quan Huck Toad or something? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Loincloths <laughs> 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 for days, dude. Yeah. Loincloths for days. Miles of cloth. What would you got for recommendations? Got a recommendation? I do. Uh, video game, actually. <clears throat> Usually we try to do other kinds of media, but, you know, I like to cater to every Sure, sure. I got something different, too, so that's good. Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, oh, dude. Oh. Is a longstanding versus fighter series created by oh. the people who made uh, Street Fighter and uh, all, all those kind of, like, there was Capcom versus uh, Sunoco and uh, Millennium Fighters. All, you know, a lot of these, like, really classic fighting games. Yeah. Well... Ladies and gentlemen, if you can't get the original uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 1 or 2, uh, the first one's Clash of Superheroes and the second one's just Marvel vs. Capcom 2, yeah. you can get those online in like your Xbox Live and they're like HD releases and everything. That's those are great. to my ears. I would really recommend you get Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 for the Xbox 360 or PS3. And that has whatever platform you choose, really. This the newest one. I probably put in. Me and my roommate play this game for like I don't know, a couple of hours at a time every other day for like an entire summer, basically. Yeah. And just got like really good at it. It's really fun. The visuals are awesome. It's got a lot of good throwbacks to like Marvel events, uh, like the characters when they enter the screen. You're like, this is for Civil War. Tony Stark <laughs> says to Captain America. You know, and they go oh. at it. I got payback, man. And it's all of, like, their modern incarnations, and they have a lot of, like, new. There's, like, Doctor Strange in this one and Iron cool. Fist and, like, characters that weren't in the older ones. That so. is awesome. Yeah, so it's wow. a lot of fun. Pick it up. Those games were, were deeply part of my childhood, especially the first one and the second one. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Wow. Um, okay, moving moving on to something different again. Uh, I watched SNL this weekend. Mm. Um, I kind of had a l- weird hiatus because, for some reason, the, the episodes just weren't that good. Their sketches were a little off, and then I was busy. But I did watch it this weekend because I had a little free time. The Rock was the uh, the guest host. How did he do? Uh, he was fantastic. This was probably one of the funniest episodes I've, I've seen in a long time. What I'm recommending to you guys, there was a, a video skit. What they've been doing lately is that they do uh, fake movie trailers. Yeah. Right? They make up a movie. If like, it's, like, it's like a fake fake Hunger Games or like some weird like satire of it. Well, you you know that uh, Disney just released Cinderella, the live action version of Cinderella. Yeah. Previously, before that, there was Maleficent. You know, kind of the spin on the Sleeping Beauty thing. Well, the fine people at SNL and The Rock have concocted the next Disney live action flick, um, Bambi, starring The Rock, <laughs> and also Vin Diesel as Thumper. Oh my God. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Oh, I forgot his name. Well, the guy we were talking about, uh, who's campaigning for Green Lantern, for John Stewart. Mm. He was in. The, he was in the Transformers. Oh man, I don't know. Oh God, he was in the Transformers movie. Yeah, he's the, the black guy in Transformers, man. I don't know, man. I'm oh sorry. God, I don't, I don't know remember. why we're, we're blanking Tyrese. on Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson. There you yeah. go. Yeah, Tyrese is, as Flower. 
yeah. Oh, God, it's so funny. Were they, were they actually on there? Were those impersonations? They were all impersonations. Taron yeah. Killam was doing uh, Vin Diesel. Uh, Jay Farrow was doing Flower. And so, like, and Michelle Rodriguez was uh, was Cecily Strong. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. It ba- basically, it was kind of a continued story. Uh, Bambi is all grown up. He's seeking revenge for the death of his mom. Oh, yeah. So he compiles his woodland friends to go on a rampage against hunters. Ridiculous. It is fantastic. Um, check it out. It's on Hulu or on SNL.com. You can check it out anytime. But uh, the funniest thing was is the Ludacris song. Jay Farrell also played Ludacris. He's, he does a really good impressions. Wham, bam, bambi. Wham, bam, bambi. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. I died laughing. I laughed so hard that my upstairs neighbors both were like, what the hell? And laughed really hard at me, too. They laughed at you laughing. They laughed at me laughing. Wow. That so, sketch was so powerful, it affected a third party. Yes, it was. And if, you, if, you're, if you're, you know, you're hip, you can watch the whole episode. You know, do SNL a thing. Help a brother out. But, yeah, that Bambi thing was just hilarious. And it's just so funny because in the context of all these new Disney movies. Yeah, that would be the one that they make gritty next. Oh, yeah. God, really funny. Well, I think the the hour has come, guys. Uh, the Raven Geeks are going to sign off. And uh, Malachi, it's been good. We'll see you again. Same bat time, same bat channel.